Hey out there in mommy land, this is Mom Unfiltered. I am your host, Jacqueline. Today, we get to chat with a special kind of mother, a godmother. Being asked to be a godmother is a great honor. The role could be anything from honorary to an integral part of the child's spiritual upbringing. The role is to stay connected with the child in some manner throughout their life. Frenchie Santini embodies the role of godmother, having accepted 22 children in her life and adopting a beautiful girl in her teenage years. She has been the protector and mother of all God moms, keeping track and giving special names to each of her children, all while serving our country in the U.S. Army, volunteering with many organizations, running Santini Solutions, Voices, and Radio. Please like, share, and leave a review on iTunes. Now, time for our program. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I was pressing every single button, not only a button, every button. <laughs> phenomenal I finally got you oh how much fun was that <laughs> a headache and a half right <laughs> it's all good I like learning new things so I was okay right. I was okay so the new platform new platform new platform hey I'm all about that I almost started my right. own podcast I didn't know what I was doing <laughs> <laughs> Well, go ahead on, go ahead on, start your own podcast. I'm good, I'm, I'm good. This is, this is enough, this is enough excitement for me. <laughs> oh my goodness, thank you so much, thank you so much. Oh, well, thank you for coming on the show. I am so excited um, to just start with my favorite question. <laughs> when did you become a godmother because oh. this is a special show no like not too many people know about god moms I know that's and right. so i i gave them the skinny on what a god mom is and, and and what the role is but um yeah you you tell us how how um how you play your role as a god mom and when did you become a god mom well, I became a godmother when I was 14 years old at that ripe age because <laughs> <laughs> um, my best friend at the time was 15 when she had my first goddaughter, which I just got off the phone with her um, just about an hour ago. Um, so that's when I became a, my first goddaughter. Yeah. And how that came about, as I indicated, my best friend, she, you know, she was pregnant and she had the baby and she said, um, I want you to be the godmother. And I said, no, which I've said 21 times because I have 22 godchildren. Um, and of course, everybody ignores me. And she said, I told her, I said, listen, you know, 
if I'm going to be the godmother, I'm going to make sure that nothing or nobody ever hurts this child. So that's the agreement. So I figured that she would say, well, forget it. You know, I'll find somebody else. But all these um, parents said, okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, I was trying to get out of it. <laughs> so that's how I became a godmother. And that's what I think a godmother is supposed to be, as well as a godfather. Oh. Okay, so you just was like, all right, well, here are the rules. And if you don't abide by these rules, you're going to have problems with me, huh? Yeah, problems and complications. <laughs> <laughs> problems and complications. Yep. Issues and uh, script, uh, subscriptions. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Issues, issues and subscriptions. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't heard of that one. So were you raised with a specific spiritual belief and how does that play a part in you um, imparting those beliefs into your godchildren? Well, um, I was brought up Catholic because my family's Haitian and Dominican. So um, in Haiti specifically, it's a very Catholic type of um, country. So it's, you know, up and down. And, you know, I went to Catholic school from third grade until um, leaving high school. And what's kind of funny, which I don't think you know this, but um, it's kind of funny is I went to a Baptist college um, and something else that you don't know that I am Muslim. So I'm Islamic oh. as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm just going to spring a whole that bunch of things on you on the podcast. <laughs> oh, that's okay. <laughs> so um, how, I, um, how I approach my godchildren is um, I, I approached them with the WYSIWYG um, concept. And what WYSIWYG means is what you see is what you get. So what they, they bring to me, I just build on whatever they bring to me. So I, I see them for who they are and how they, I don't bring them up in any spiritual belief. I let them know the right things to do, the wrong things to do, but as they got older, I just let them be who they are and be able to come to me as a safe place, you know, and whatever religious beliefs, because they all have different religious beliefs, um, you know, as long as they believe in God, uh, I'm good with it. I'm definitely good with it. All of them believe in God. So that's good, whether they're Catholic, Buddhist, um, Muslims, Christians, Baptists, they all believe in God. That is non-negotiable. So um I don't know if my yeah. upbringing um, made sure that they did that, but um, they know that that's, that's non-negotiable. I'm not going to love them less if they don't believe in God, but then after then, I really have to be on them um, to find out why they would not believe in God, And but they all do, so I'm not worried about that. Mm -hmm. So you have 22 godchildren. <laughs> yeah, it's a little ridiculous, but yeah. 22. 22 now yeah. even with your um disclaimer about your role as a godmother 22 people still imparted you this role for their children why do you think that is um i think they were mentally ill but um and <laughs> 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 no medication was actually helping them or they were trying to get me to go to the psych ward. I'm not sure. Um, I, I believe that, honestly, I believe that they saw something in me that I didn't see myself. 
Um, mm-hmm. I've always been taking care of kids ever since I was younger. I do believe that children are the way of the world. And, um, you know, for selfish reasons, of course, I was like, you know, if I get old, I have at least, you know, 22 people to take care of me. So I'll have 22 different households that I can go through, <laughs> you know, within a year. Um, but I, I have no idea. That may be a question that you want to talk to some of these parents about. Uh, unfortunately, uh, two of them passed away and um, two of the parents passed away and two of the godchildren passed away. So, um, mm. and I actually, um, out of all the 22, one of them, the, the parent was the godchild and her son is my godson. So that's kind of ridiculous too. So, <laughs> yes. Like they love Frenchie. I don't know why. <laughs> I really don't know why. I, I'm really a no, um, thank you so much. I'm really a no, no nonsense when it comes to kids. I don't believe that kids should be seen and not heard or heard or not seen. I forgot what that old saying is. I really, yeah. you know, when I see a child, I talk to a child and it's so funny, any child, you know, I, if I'm in a supermarket and kids just talking, I'll start talking to the child. And they usually give me this look like, you're an adult. Why are you talking to me? And it's like, because you have something to say. You're saying something. So I think that, um, you know, I've always been like that. I always believe that kids have something to say. Sometimes it's silly and sometimes it's not, you know, sometimes they just want to talk and that's fine. You know, that's what I'm here for. That's what God put me here for is to listen and to serve. So um, I think the best part of serving um, a child is listening to them, you know. Wow. So um, you adopted a child. I did. And about her teenage years. Yes, ma'am. Um, <laughs> how did that change your life? Well, um, I lost a lot of hair. And <laughs> <laughs> my cousin daughter, which she just loves that. No, she does not. Um, my cousin daughter, my um, my cousin ended up being my daughter, and that's why I had three grandgirls. I call them my grandgirls because it's three grandchildren. They're all girls. So, um, when she was 17 years old, because um, she came from Haiti, she has a biological mother in Haiti, and my uncle is her father, which is kind of strange because people are like, "Who's your child's father?" And I say my uncle, and they're like, uh, "I'm like, no, we're not that kind of country," um, <laughs> and. <laughs> Um, my aunt, which is his sister, was taking care of her when she was younger. So all us cousins got together, I think at my grandfather's funeral, because my aunt is the type of person um, who has taken care of her son, but her son was artistic. Um, he had autism. I'm sorry, not artistic. He had autism. So he had a, he, he has a different type of um, growing up. Um, and my daughter is, you know, she's not, she doesn't have autism. So she was a little bit, you know, Americanized, very opinionated and all that other stuff. So there was a clash there. So all us cousins had gotten together at my grandfather's funeral. We had went out to dinner and we all said that when we got older, one of us would take her. Well, all the other cousins, of course, they got married, their lives, whatever, you know, whatever happened, happened with them. And I was the only one who was able to take her. Not that I asked my cousin, my other cousins to find out whether they were going to take her. So I took her and um, it's been a ride ever since. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. So you have three granddaughters. Three grandgirls. How, grandgirls. How have you enjoyed 
um, watching them grow up? Um, the oldest one, um, Jazzy, she is she is a Spitfire. Um, she's she just turned eighteen like in you. August. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> I was gonna say no, and then I just had to think about that. Yeah, kind of like me. Yeah. She's a spitfire. Um, she is um, growing up to be just a beautiful young lady. She really is. She's growing up to be a beautiful lady. Um, but I tell her that I don't like her, um, <laughs> which is hilarious because she doesn't believe me. I don't know why. But um, the middle one, um, Victoria, and she has my grandmother's namesake. Uh, I, honestly, it's so sad to say that you have your favorites. But I think it's because she has my grandmother's name. I mean, we all adored my grandmother. But she's the one who, like, go walk a lady, an old lady across the street. She loves to read. She loves math. She loves doing homework and things of that sort. So I just, like, adore her. And it's hilarious because she looks exactly like my daughter. Um, <laughs> and, then, and, and then there's Faith. <laughs> That's the little one. Yeah, I call her a terrorist because <laughs> she rains terror on everything. But um, oh boy! Oh yeah, she is. She is hilarious, and um, she is more like me than Jazzy. It's it's just so hilarious. We walk around. She's got big hair, and she um, I mean, she is the boss, and <laughs> she's just she's just a great kid. Yeah, all three of them are all right. You know, um, they all have their own personalities, which is good. They don't adopt anybody's personality, um, but everyone thinks the little one is my kid, and I'm like, no. <laughs> but I, I try to make them not call me grandma, because, you know, I'm a very hip grandmother, you know what I mean? But mm -hmm, I think mm -hmm. that's what all three of them, their first words was grandma. I'm like, really? Oh. <laughs> Why I gotta be grandma? I know, I tried to raise my uh, grandchildren, call me Madea, but that mm. didn't work out, so it's it's either grandma or granny so uh, I got to take what I could take you know? and they're clear with it it's just oh that's just killing me <laughs> but they live <laughs> that you know I live in Texas they live in Florida so um you know I don't get to hear grandma too much but I do talk to my granddaughter the middle one every single day uh she calls me about 4 30 just to see how I'm doing oh, wow. yeah oh wow Real cute. my cousin did that with my grandmother too she called her every single day well monday through friday because i told her i need a break on weekends <laughs> <laughs> there's so much school stuff that i can hear i don't even know what they do in school i'm like you're doing what <laughs> powerpoint <laughs> you're like in the fifth grade really <laughs> teach them early train them up early train them up early uh, um so you had told me that all of your godchildren have their very own nickname from you. <laughs> they do. Like, and oh. you keep up with each and every one of them. Like I nobody's falling between the cracks. I do. I, I try my best. Um, I have one who's extremely shy. She is so shy. I don't, I, I think she may have said, and she's 22. She has said maybe 10 paragraphs to me in her whole entire life she is extremely wow. shy and um I mean she may have said two sentences to somebody that she's known for 30 years um <laughs> but um her name's Sierra and you know I call her Mickey um but um yeah I have different nicknames for all of them I try to keep up with them as much as I can actually this year um 
I created a closed Facebook website, um, well, a, a Facebook page a couple of years ago for my godchildren and their parents so that we can communicate. So, um, you know, anytime they want to, they put something out there. If they have any questions or advice, I've had the same phone number for years. So they all have my number. Um, I don't change my number just in case they got to call me, contact me or whatever. So, you know, I make sure that I, I know what they're doing. <laughs> wow. Wow. So with your first, um, goddaughter your first godchild um she was almost like your own baby yes she was kind of so funny because raised her yeah um I uh I just talked to her about an hour ago she was laying down and um (laughs) I was talking to her and she says I got plenty to tell you because I haven't spoken to her in about two weeks so she has so much to tell me she's a phenomenal little girl it's funny because when she was younger and she'd see me she let out this scream. It was so quiet, but it was so loud. And you should mm-hmm. see she used to clench her hands together and just almost shake because she was so happy to see me. Ever since she was little, she did that. I mean, it, it, it's almost, you know, she's 34 now. She almost does that now when I see her. I mean, I could see her almost shaking because she's just so happy to see me. And that just brings so much joy. When she was younger, of course, her mother was only a year older than I. And, um, you know, her mother didn't really, she didn't really know how to take care of kids. Neither did I. Her mother used to raise her brothers and sisters. And I guess she just wanted to be a teenager or whatever the situation was. But um, I used to walk up 12 flights of stairs every single day to take care of this child. Um, And you know, to the point that when she started talking, she called me mommy first. And I had to let her know that I was not her mother, that her mother was standing right there. And she kind of looked at me confused, like, what are you talking about? (laughs) But I had to let her know who her mother was. I'm like, I'm your godmother. That's your mother over there. (laughs) So (laughs) yeah, so I, I, I pretty much raised her. But then after I left, I went into the military. But every time I came home, to New York. I'm from New York. Every time I came home, I made sure that I saw her, talked to her, and she let out that that silent scream shake. <laughs> that was ever so hilarious. <laughs> oh my goodness. It was so funny. I wish, you know, at that time we had cell phones because I would have loved to take a picture of that <laughs> or <a> video. <laughs> that would have been cute. Oh my. That would have been viral it would have went viral it probably would have I probably could still do it with some of these kids that I know (laughs) oh my goodness so you served in the army I did I retired from the army in 2015 and I'm just enjoying I am enjoying life I wish I could have retired when I first started but (laughs) (laughs) but they said that you had to do a couple of years first you know but yes, I retired from the military. I'm a 100% disabled veteran. And, um, you know, my time in there was educational. Um, I learned a lot of things not to do. And I learned a few things that I could do. So, um, you know, I'm I'm happy for the experience. And I'm glad that it's behind me. All right. From the audience of Mom Unfiltered, we thank you for your service. Oh, thank you. I really do. Wow. Okay. So um, back to uh, what you're doing now. So you have 
Santini Voices, Santini Radio, and am I missing one? I know I'm missing <laughs> one. It's another one. Santini Radio. Voices. Radio. Voices. Pretty Hair Texas. Oh, Solution. Solution. Santini Solutions. Santini Solutions. So you have, <laughs> you have four businesses. I do. <laughs> and then you volunteer. You volunteer with children. Of course. You volunteer with ETA, yeah. and you were volunteering at the Elks Lodge in your um, city. Mm-hmm. Um, like, where do you have all this time and space to raise kids, impart <laughs> wisdom in God children, and run all these businesses all at the same time? How, how are you doing that? Um, I have no idea. I really think there's 72 hours in one day because (laughs) (laughs) after somebody actually says all that to me, I'm like, I don't know. I didn't know I did all that. (laughs) Yeah. um, Running for businesses, you know, I just do one at a time and try to get as much information as again, it's all about servitude. So um, number one thing I do is serve, you know, um, as you indicated, you know, the Elk Lodge, anything that I can do for children, I try to do. Um, I try to commit myself to as many causes to help um, kids. I also, um, there's a young lady, her name is Sophia. You remember when I used to put out that Team Sophia stuff, um, mm-hmm. the young lady who had cancer, you know, I keep up with her. Um, she's going for eye surgery. She did well. Actually, she went for her eye surgery. She did well. I keep up with her family. I end up being somebody's uh, auntie somewhere because <laughs> she has brothers and sisters. She has a brother and a sister. And those two, they just crack me up. Um, Diego and Natasha, they just, um, they're just hilarious. So um, I end up having more family taking care of, um, you know, the the focused child I end up being a portion of somebody's family because of their cousins and grandmothers everything it's hilarious a lot of choices for Thanksgiving and Christmas and Easter and other food hopping for sure (laughs) international food hopping because you know it's not even you know the great thing about children it's not about, you know, um, cause you know, I'm African-American and Hispanic. It's not about, you know, just African-American black or, you know, Hispanic. I mean, my godchildren are white, blonde hair, blue eyes, um, Hispanic, black, and they call each other cousins. And I think it's hilarious. You know, I got one set of twins, a boy and a girl. I call them Soupy and Cookie, but they have names, Michael and Madison. And, um, you know, I, it's just an international house of pancakes, <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know who you remind me of now that I'm listening to you some more? <laughs> Josephine Baker and her tribe of babies that she would have. every. She had her rainbow tribe. Tribe of babies. I like that. <laughs> tribe of babies. Actually, I did a, a Mandela. I don't know if you know what a Mandela is. Um, mm. They're, um, you're, you're, your listeners may want to look up what a Mandela is. And um, it's like a circle and you write certain things about it. Um, something mm-hmm. that you have in your mind. And I'll take a picture of it and I'll send it to you if you want to look at it. But what I wrote was by choice. Okay. And 
okay. this Mandela, it's a circle, and on top of it, I wrote by choice. And the reason why I wrote that is my 22 godchildren, my three grandchildren, is what I chose to have, okay? And within mm-hmm. that choice, the things that come from that is something called fear, hope, legacy, inspiration, courage, truth, and ilimata, which I told you about that. So all those things are the things that, not that I instill in them, but I help them through all those things. Because in our lives, we have all that. You know, we have fear, we got hope. Of course, there's the legacy. You know, um, you know, you want to inspire, you want to make sure that they have some kind of courage. The truth is always important. And of course, the ilimata that you may want us to talk about. Okay. Yeah, go ahead and expound on ilimata. <laughs> ilimata is um, just uh, I-L-Y-M-T-A, which means I love you more than air. And I tell that to my godchildren all the time, usually before I hang up or, you know, when I call them. And um, I've always told them that if I didn't have air to breathe, that would be fine. But if I didn't have their love, then I would be just, you know, I would just be mush. So I always tell them I love you more than air, just to let them know that air is not as important as my love for them. So um, it's just, you know, just a little thing for us to say that it's between all of us but and all your viewers now. Um, <laughs> between us, but everybody can take it now. Yeah, it's to give some, some people that don't have anything with their children, um, they can listen to that and, and start that with their babies and start their own legacy with Ilimata. Oh, definitely. My goddaughter, one of my godchildren, well, two of my godchildren have kids and they say that to their kids. And I think that's like just a, that that's a legacy that I created. So Frenchie's legacy is Ilimata. Actually, I have a company that I'm going to be opening called Ilimata Management. So that's for mm. them. So um, that's down the line. <laughs> so um, that's what Ilimata means. Oh, that is amazing. Aww. <laughs> so here you are, 14 years old, your best friend is pregnant and has a baby and she wants you to be the god mom and you are absolutely not having it Mm -mm. but um, end up doing that if you had turned your back on her and decided that you were not going to be involved what do you think your life would be like because I don't think you would have 22 godchildren oh definitely not I would I'm just I'm just saying yeah I would have something that, you know, I I hope people don't have, and that would be regret, you know, regret and guilt. And I'm glad that there's nothing, there's nothing in my life that I regret or I feel, feel guilty about, uh, because that'll eat you up. So I I think, and my goddaughter, Darlene, that first one, um, she saved my life many of times, because, you know, during the course of your life, things happen. And, you know, you feel a little depressed or you feel a little down. But if it wasn't for, you know, first Darlene and then after all the other godchildren, I may have given up in a couple of things that I wanted to do. But because I, you know, you know, I inspire them and they can look at me as a single woman and I'm being as successful as I can be. 
you know, they can feel like they can do everything that they believe that they can do. So if I wasn't her godmother, if I wasn't all those children's godmother, I don't think I would be alive today. Oh, wow. Wow. Mm. Wow. That's a lot. That's a mouthful. (laughs) That's a mouthful. It's not their responsibility because you know how, you know, parents are like, you know, oh, I live for my child or whatever else. It's not the child's responsibility, but it helps. It really does. It helps. It helps that, you know, you have somebody who's, um, you know, that you're accountable for and, Mm -hmm. you know, who looks at you in a way that, you know, they're, they're relying on you for their future, honestly. So, um, and she is, she is a phenomenal young lady. I'm telling you, she was like the first female garbage um, truck attendant in New York. And it's like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Now she works for the water department in Yonkers and she's the first female. So, I mean, she, she's a trendsetter. (laughs) <laughs> you know she is a transcendent. yeah like she's she's in somebody's history books right now i know like, she doesn't have seriously. as big muscles as i do but you know she's trying no. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of muscles oh, um <laughs> you're gonna I heard you like <laughs> love it oh my goodness i heard Zumba. like is not even the word I get six miles in one hour my Zumba instructor is phenomenal I love dancing I don't care if it's Zumba salsa country dancing the the jig it does not matter I and I, I love it I love it I've been dancing for a long time it's just between my time in the military there was nothing you know there was no no instructions in dancing like I would go out and dance but I didn't have like an instructor or anything like that so now having an instructor who teaches Zumba oh I love it I heard you do Zumba Miss Instructor yes I teach Zumba and I will be starting um teaching on call at our local gym so that's gonna be fun oh yeah I'm gonna be super excited to do that. So, yeah, that's a full body <laughs> workout right there. Yes, a sweat. Yeah, you talking about sweat? Yes, ma'am. You have no idea how many miles you do because the music got you until you look at your watch and it says you done did six miles. At that point, you just feel like, oh my goodness, but you did it. You was like, really? I did all that. Mm-hmm. So, Santini Solutions is is specific to helping veterans right (laughs) not specifically it's to help entrepreneurs just I focus a lot on veterans especially here in Texas um however um it's really the hub to all the other Santini products Mm -hmm. so um it's more a a passion of helping out entrepreneurs because I I give away so much um but when I sit down with a client you know that's that's a paid client, then, you know, we go really deeper into things. But um, as far as information in Santini Solutions, and it's it's geared to veterans, but I do civilians as well. Okay. And tell us a little bit about Santini Voices. Well, Santini Voices, and it's unfortunate because my voice is not that great right now, but Santini Voices is a voiceover company. So anytime somebody wants to 
you know, use a voice for audio books, video games, cartoons, commercials, or whatever else. Anytime you hear a voice and don't see a person or you see a person, but their voice is being dubbed, then that's what mm -hmm. us voice actors do. So um, that's what Santini Voices is about. Okay. And then Santini Radio. <laughs> Santini Radio is a real relevant and relatable radio show where we bring on people with information that you can use that people don't really think about. Like right now, we're going to be doing tire safety. We're also going to be talking to uh, a group of people that people usually don't speak about. Um, and just information um, about topics that actually the viewers want to hear because we get comments hey can you talk about this we're going to be talking about um stages of cancer and things like that i mean it's a lot of stuff it's it's really relevant information that you can use and um take with you and go forth and be great <laughs> all right so i want you to before I ask you the last question to tell the people where they can find you <laughs> you can find me the best way to find me is through Santini Voices and Santini is spelled S-A-I-N-T-I-N-Y and Voices is the plural voices um, you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram everywhere and when you find me there you can find me anywhere as long as you spell it S-A-I-N-T-I-N-Y you can find me everywhere except for santini law and santini realty that's my auntie um <laughs> it is hilarious because i was going into real estate and i was like okay i can get santini realty and she went into it and took it away so uh, but that's okay I, I still love her um but um yeah as long as you spell it like that i say saint like a saint a tiny saint with one T and either radio voices or solutions. And I also have prettyhairtexas.com also. We sell hair and it, oh, yes. and it goes directly Check to your home. Website. Yeah, Pretty Hair please, Texas. Please. And Facebook, yes. Instagram, please. everywhere. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you like one of those, check out Pretty Hair Texas. Yeah, definitely. So here's the last thing. Uh -oh. um, speaking to women, who are godmothers and who um, have been asked to be godmothers and who are thinking about um, being a godparent, um, what would be the greatest gift that you want to lead them um, with regards of what you went through um, becoming and being a godmother? Well, at the beginning, you know, um, it's, it's the help uh, to the parents. It's really the help to the parents um, to alleviate some of the stress because all parents are stressed out, especially with their kids, you know, and guiding them. And especially the best way to guide a child when they're growing and they're developing as a sponge is the way that you conduct yourself and conduct your business because you have to model that um, predict, you know, you have to be predictable, you have to be consistent. So um, as they're young and then they turn into adolescence, as long as they're modeling you in a positive way, um, I think that that's good. As they get older, they have somebody that they can always run away to. I've always told my godchildren, if you want to run away, run away to my house. I'm not going to tell your parents. And I used to tell the parents, if your child runs away and you call my house, I'll tell you that they're there, but don't come and get them. 
So you have to have that relationship with the parents. And then after, you know, just know that when, you know, if you're going to get multiple godchildren, um, <laughs> make sure that they're successful. So you got some place to stay when you're 90 years old. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, you're going to get multiple. Tell them, listen, I'm going to need a room with the bathroom and, you know, you tell them what you want. <laughs> tell them what you want so you can get up in there. They're all getting a house with a room for me. Every single last one of them has said that. So I'm like, okay, we're going to see who's going right. to change my diaper. <laughs> you are best. I am. I love, it. I love talking to you, Frenchie. It's so great. Um, my love, I really appreciate you um, bringing me on. I am so honored your podcast. Uh, seriously, I I didn't think I was, you know, that cool to be on somebody's podcast. So I appreciate everything that you do. I, I love you dearly, sister. I really do. Thank you. I love you too. <laughs> I love you so much. Thank you so much for joining me today. And I will talk to you later, Frenchie. Love you. Bye. Thank you for tuning into our program. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and leave us a comment. I can't wait to see you all next week on Mom unfiltered.